Welcome to Money's a Mitch podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Mondays of Mitch podcast. My name is Mitch Newman. This is the place and the space where we demystify what conscious leadership looks like. As I remove my headphones, because they're not working. And where we get to really just challenge ourselves to look at leadership from an entirely different perspective, kind of flip it on its side, kind of look at it and go, "Mm, maybe what I thought leadership was or what I learned that leadership was, maybe it's something actually more. And perhaps the parts of me that in the past have judged myself as I'm not a leader, that's not for me, that's not what I do, maybe, just maybe, as we uh, peel the layers back we start to discover that maybe you are a leader. Maybe all of us are leaders. That's the way I feel. That's the way I look at it. So I want to talk a little bit today about a guiding principle, something that I learned a very long time ago when I was going through my master's program. And it's been a guiding principle that has supported me in learning how to lead myself, in learning how to lead other people. And I mean, in all of my personal and professional relationships, It's saved me a lot of angst. It saved me a lot of milling back and forth and pondering and worrying and all those types of things. Because once you really grasp the situation and understand what I'm about to share with you, and you really understand that it resonates deep in your heart, you just get free. I mean, just plain and simple, you just feel more freedom in your life. And the basic principle is this, that anything that upsets me is about me. Anything that upsets me is about me. Now, I've had people challenge me that over the years. They'll just, well, I don't know about that, Mitch. You know, it's like, I don't know, maybe aren't I entitled to be upset? Aren't I I entitled to be mad about something if somebody says or does something that's really not okay? And I'm like, yeah, you actually, you are. And there's a degree at which we find ourselves upset and our peace is, is thrown and where that becomes an opportunity for our own growth and healing. Because if we weren't upset, if there wasn't something that was still unresolved within us, perhaps we would be indifferent to the actual uh, feelings of it all, not take it on and not make it about us, and then be able to look at just the behavior. And that's where people will challenge me and say, well, you're, so you're telling me that it's okay if somebody treats me like this or says this to me? And I go, no. Not at all. It's not okay. What I'm saying is, is that when we separate out, separate out the actual feelings that are generated and that triggering or awakening, as I like to now call it, that occurs inside of you. And that could be anything from 
that didn't feel great to my piece is a little disturbed to a full-blown freakout, full-blown reaction, screaming, shouting, whatever it is, and everything in between, then if we can take ownership and responsibility for that part, then maybe, just maybe, we'd be able to get to the experience and what took place and be able to address it in a way that actually is a conversation and not a confrontation. See, the confrontation is easy. I can't believe you said that to me. You made me cry, blah, 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 whatever that that pointed experience is where you're actually now throwing it back on the other person. Well, that's really how wars are created. Somebody does something, person has a reaction to it, they strike back. That person has a reaction to it, they strike back again. And it's this never-ending battle. And the question really becomes, does anybody really win when people are losing physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? I don't think so. So the idea becomes that if we can take ownership and take responsibility for the, the part of us, the parts inside that are unresolved, that's, that, are, that are disturbed by the behavior and the triggering that took place, if we can get to that point, if we could get to that place, then we'd be able to see the behavior for what it is. Now, the behavior still may not be okay. The behavior may all of a sudden go, well, that doesn't really bother me as much anymore now that I understand why I was upset and I kind of did my own work around it. So when you separate those two things out, it's what, it's a beautiful thing because one, you are more at peace and the greater likelihood is that you are going to have a conversation with someone if the behavior is still not okay. And then it's not about you language and attacking the other person and making it into confrontation. You can say, listen, you know, when this happened earlier and I heard what was said, I had a reaction to it. And I realized that's something from my past. That's my work. That's my opportunity for growth. And I get that. And I'm, I'm up for the task. I'm up for the challenge. I'm excited to dig in and really be able to get to a place of resolving that. And at the same time, I'm also realizing that it's not okay that you called me this name or that name or that you handled this way. I think there's an opportunity for this to be handled in a, in a more fruitful and a better way. And all of a sudden now you're engaged in a conversation where something can get resolved, where two people can come together and have a conversation about something and give the other person the opportunity to go, oh, you know what? You're right. That wasn't necessary for me to say, or that wasn't necessary for me to do. And I also really appreciate the way that you brought it to me. You didn't bring it at me. You didn't scream. You didn't shout. We didn't create this back and forth. It became a conversation. And in those situations and in those circumstances, that's when people can come together and create something bigger, create something better. That's the beauty of it. That's the ownership part of it. Now, some people will say, well, so, you know, are you saying that it's not okay that I'm upset or that I'm sad? It's like, no, no, no. Own the feelings. I'm, I totally get that. Own the feelings. It's, it's, it's good to do that because that's how you know where your work is. That's where you know that greater applications of loving and healing are available to you. They're being requested of you. Through those moments when we are running that I'm upset because moment. And when I always say I'm upset because it's 
it's really anything that upsets your peace, that upsets your balance. So I'm upset because fill in the blank. doesn't merely matter what it is. It's the idea that if we're willing to own the upset, if we're willing to take full-on responsibility for the upset, then we can then get to the behavior. And the beautiful thing is, you know, there have been times in my life, I can tell you with great honesty, where I had a reaction and immediately felt the behavior was inappropriate or unnecessary. And I paused and I pulled back and I looked at my part in it, starting with the principle, anything that upsets me is about me. So I said, okay, so what is it about this situation that is so upsetting to me? And I was able to answer the questions that I was asking of myself and realize that there was an opportunity for me to heal something that really had been unresolved for many, many years. And in this moment, in that moment, in that particular moment, I was ready to address it. I was ready to look at it and say, okay, I see this and I was grateful. And I actually looked at the situation that I was in with this person and go, God, this person is such a gift to me. You know, often we think about a person is a gift when something powerful and positive and uplifting happens. And often it's the things that are the, the, the moments that we're most challenged by somebody, where they're, we're the most upset by something, is ultimately where our greatest growth and opportunity. I remember years ago, I was working my way through my, my master's program and, and really wanting to really own and learn this principle. And there was one particular person that was in my class. And there was something about our connection that just never resonated with me. And I always found that when we would do events and parties outside of class, and whenever this person was there, there was just there was just an energy in the air. If if if, if somebody was going to bump into me and spill food all over my lap, it was going to be this person. And it actually happened one time where that happened. And I kept saying, I remember saying to my wife, I don't know what it is. I just can't seem to you know, get past this situation, you know, and it's like, I just, their, their energy, their energy. And I just kind of pushed it off on them. So here I am learning this principle that anything upsets me is about me, but yet I'm conveniently not dealing with this person in this situation. So we went through, it's a two-year program, two-year, two-years master's program. And we went through the two years and we always worked in groups of threes. If we weren't in the large group, the whole, the whole group, two, 300 people in there, uh, we would break it down into groups of three. And, you know, you'd always sit someplace different. And over those two years, I never, ever was involved in what we call trios. I never was involved in a trio with this person. And the very last day of the very last process of, of the two-year program, I looked to my right, and that person is sitting right next to me. So I thought to myself, okay, so here we go. I'm not getting off that easy. There's part of my ability to graduate, officially graduate, was that I was going to have to finally look at this. Like, there was no place for me to go. I couldn't excuse myself from the group. And I kind of remember I smirked and I smiled to myself and thinking, God, okay, this was necessary. This had to happen. Now, I remember going through the process and finding myself getting a little bit triggered by this person and whatever. But but I started to look at and examine throughout the time that we were together. And it wasn't a long period of time. It became very, very clear and apparent to me what, what was upset and what was getting revisited from my own past that I had not resolved. And in that moment, I was able to heal that. I was able to forgive myself. I was able to forgive this person. I was able to see this person as a gift in my life. Now, 
energetically, they they still weren't a match for me. Like I didn't really feel uplifted and inspired to be hanging out with this person and, and never saw them again after, after the program um, ever again. And it's, you know, it's a couple decades, but it was a great gift. That person still was a great gift to me. So I carry that with me and I, and I, and I teach this principle and I've heard people go, God, that's so powerful. That's so powerful. And then, and then I find out how they use it in a situation where they're actually fighting with their spouse. And I love this one. And the spouse is freaking out and, you know, going crazy. And the person goes, well, anything that upsets you is about you. And, and just kind of use it as a way to blame somebody and let themselves off the hook. I said, no, 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 that's not the intention. There's no you language involved in it. It's for each person who's running the I'm upset portion to choose to own or not own, to choose to heal or not heal, to choose to address or not address. The beauty is, is when they ultimately address it, they're able to lift it. They're able to see the person as a blessing. They're able to see the person as a gift, the situation as a gift. They're able to assess whether or not the behavior really is of issue or it was really just the reaction that needed the work. And then be able to go, well, no, okay, I'm not okay with the behavior. Then able to go back and have a conversation with the person, take ownership for their own upset in the process, and then be able to talk about the behavior. Talk about the behavior that didn't work. Something that was said, something they perceived that took place. Regardless of whether it was true or not true, it was able to be addressed in a conversation. It wasn't going to be more story. It wasn't going to be about who's right and who's wrong. It was going to be about an opportunity for two people in that situation, in many situations, to come to a higher awareness about themselves and about each other. And sometimes I've been in those situations where somebody has said something to me and and I go, well, you know what? Thank you for bringing that up because I can understand um, wasn't my, how you received it wasn't my intention. And I can completely understand based on the way I said it, how you could have experienced it that way. And I was able to clean up my own language. And I've also been on the other side of it where somebody says, Hey, thank you for bringing this up to me. I didn't realize that, but you know what? That makes complete sense. You're right. I can see how that, that, that would create that. Or gosh, that's my own defense mechanism that I do. I never really heard it delivered back to me like that. But boy, oh boy, that's that. Yeah, that is what I do. And we get to some higher level. We get to some greater level of connection and communication. If we're going to lead ourselves and ultimately lead other people from a higher level of consciousness, we must be conscious and aware of what belongs to us, what doesn't belong to us, and then how to present what doesn't belong to us to someone else in a way that affords them the opportunity to check in with themselves to see if they want to or believe that they need to own that. See, the exercise isn't about being right. The exercise isn't about being right. The person may still disagree. They still may disagree with with, um, my thinking or my thoughts, but I'm also able to establish in that process boundaries. So. I'm not attached to you agreeing or disagreeing with what I'm saying. What I am letting you know is what's okay with me and what's not okay. 
And what's not okay with me is to be talked to in that kind of a tone or to be addressed in such a way that is about judging me for something that, uh, that isn't accurate about who I am and how I position myself in the world. I'm not okay with that. That establishes a boundary. So when you bring all of this together, what we do is we avoid war. We avoid conflict, unnecessary conflict, the unnecessary kind, where it's about who's right and who's wrong. And it's about standing on principle. And it's about ego. Instead, we look at it from a place of love. We look at it from a place of compassion, from a place of understanding for ourselves and for other people. And when we do that, we get to that higher level of consciousness. We get to that higher place and we're able to drive forward and create something bigger and better and more magical than we ever imagined. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive. 